Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, what's up, everybody? It's Tobin's Fight Show here with you as uh, we do our, you know, post-7-9 to the ticket era. Like I said, I was going to bring you guys recaps uh, and all that stuff still on the YouTube page. And the uh, Tobin's Fight Show podcast feed. No longer doing the Sunday morning thing. You guys can now catch me if you guys want to on the weekends. BetQL Network, 5 to 7 p.m. on twitch.tv slash BetQL or on the Odyssey app, BetQL Network. And uh, subscribe to the podcast as well. We, uh, we got some fun stuff coming up ahead in 2022. Very excited. But tonight was very much the, uh, the end of 2021 as Jake Paul, he rang out the new year with a thudding overhand right to knock out Tyron Woodley, a flatliner for the former UFC welterweight champion in their rematch. Took it on short notice. Uh, this was supposed to be Tommy Fury versus Jake Paul, which I was very bummed about. You know, I wasn't uh, that pumped about the rematch between Tyron Woodley. Um, I actually thought Logan Paul had the best line after their first fight where he says, you're old news fam. Like I thought, all right, that's kind of behind us. Wasn't a great fight. I did think that Jake Paul won the decision, and I thought he was going to win this decision. I did think that he was going to win this decision, but on my new show on uh, BetQL, uh, Tapped Out with my co-host Sean Levine, we were going over some of the odds, and we were talking to – Sean was asking – because I said I thought Jake Paul by decision, but I thought – but he was saying Tyron Woodley uh, getting knocked out somewhere in the fifth, sixth round, which shout out to my guy Sean. He was spot on that. I dismissed this completely. Okay, Brendan, what if the only bit of information that you knew is that somebody gets knocked out tonight? Are you telling me it's more likely to be Jake Paul than Tyron yes. Woodley? Oh, 100%. Okay, yeah. And the odds agree with me once again, BT, down there in Miami, that he's a plus 340 for a reason. And, oh, look, Jake Paul, if he knocks him out, it's only a plus 220. So, Vegas what tends he to got going? Who's supporting? Who's throwing their money on Jake Paul? Uh, you know, a bunch, of, a bunch of tweens? Like, get out of here. I like listen. I've co- I've covered way too much of these guys' fights already. I'm in the game. I listen. I own it. But just to, to say he's Paul. gonna go, he's gonna flatline Tyrone Woodley. Come on. Sometimes you have bad takes. Sometimes you have freezing cold takes. Sometimes you have a golden sombrero, swing and a miss. And uh, Jake Paul, he uh, he did what I didn't think he had a shot to do, which was flatline the uh, the former UFC champ. It's not that I didn't think Jake Paul was gonna win. I think that he was uh, cut more of the boxing cloth. And I, I've always, everybody who watches Tower Woodley is frustrated with the idea that he doesn't uh, he doesn't throw punches and bunches, that he doesn't uh, get more aggressive, especially with that a crazy atomic bomb. We were talking about this. You know, it's like you watch Derek Lewis tonight in the UFC where 
You know what Derek Lewis is going to do. You know what his plans are. He knows what his God's given gift is. It's that right hand. And everybody's talking about all oh, Chris Dawkins, the speed, the volume punching. And Derek Lewis is like, no, 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 player. I'm going to knock your ass out first round. You're not going to build your name off of me, which was great to see. But I also was uh, credited in Tyron's durability. I realized that Jake Paul's uh, much bigger than him naturally. But, you know, I, I, I did think that, you know, Tyron would be able to take his best shot. I didn't think that he was going to run into anything stupid or leave himself open for anything crazy like Jake was able to hit him with. And that's a credit to Jake Paul. Um, you know, this was not a great fight up until this point. It was very boring. I honestly was like, man, should I just like bail on this thing? It was such a hug fest between the two of them. Really, really bad. Um, you know, but Jake, you got to give him credit. I mean, like he did weather, first of all, he had a nasty cut on his head with, uh, which is something that he had to deal with for the first time. Uh, Tyron Woodley was getting frustrated with the holding. So dump trucked him at one point, which, uh, you know, I mean, there was some really dirty tactics in the, in the match night between him with Darren Williams and, uh, and, um, Frank Gore where Dar- Darren Williams is a dirty fighter. I'm just going to say that I'm going to, you know, I'm going to defend my guy, Frank, who did lose the fight. I mean, lose the fight. It was a four round fight. Um, but I thought the knockdown was BS. I thought that all the dirty tactics that, he was doing were BS, you know, just, I thought that, that Darren Williams fought like a dirty fighter. And honestly, I thought he had the best punches of the fight. Like his overhand straight, right. Was, uh, his straight right down the pipe was, uh, was long, got some good contact on it. He did leave himself open for some, uh, from some counter shots. I thought Frank had the better jab in the fight, but, um, you know, I might be done watching, uh, professional athletes go out there and try and uh, get themselves into the boxing game. So I was dead wrong on this. It was uh, from the idea that I didn't think that Jake Paul had a chance to knock out Tyron Willie, man, especially like that. I didn't think that he was going to Nate. He did him worse than Nate Robinson, did him worse than Ben Askren, uh, did him worse than any Eason Gibb. I was at that fight ringside. I've been, you know, I've been covering the Jake Paul beat for, uh, for a while now. I didn't think that he had a chance to do that against Tyron Woodley. I was stunned, shocked, flummoxed. And um, look, man. This is the reality with this guy. Like that's a that's a it couldn't have gone better for him. He uh, he got the viral moment that I think the last fight didn't have. I think that for me going into this Tyron Woodley rematch, I wasn't into the rematch, even though it was on short notice. I know that wasn't the pre-fight, but I wasn't into it. It was like ah, it wasn't that great a fight uh, the last time, and this one wasn't a very great fight at all. But Jake Paul, being the guy that he is, he got the moment. He's the king of the internet, and he got a moment that is going to be shared around the internet, left and right, all over the place. I mean, what's next for him? You know, whatever is viable to do and available to do, um, all this call out of the UFC guys, I don't think Dana White's biting on that. He's not going to let Jorge Masvidal, Nate Diaz, Kamaru Usman, all these call outs, you know, he is not going to get those guys. Do they go back to the well of Tommy Fury? I think so. I still think that that storyline of him having to beat a boxer has interest. I also think that the idea that Tyson Fury was getting more into it um, is a big deal. Now, the question is going to be from Tommy Fury. Like, look, you see him do that to Tyron Woodley. You know, got a couple good shots in. Uh, do you get sketched off? Do you do you go away and say, eh, I don't want to become a meme. I don't want that. Uh, do you come back when you're a little bit more experienced? These are, you know, these are now legit questions because, 
you know, especially for fighters that will have a career left. For Tyson, for Tyron, he kind of lucks out. He got to hit the payday twice. Um, yeah, he suffered some embarrassment just like Ben Askren did, but what does it mean? Like his career wasn't going anywhere anyway, unless like he ends up with Eagle FC or something like that. There's really not a place for him to go. For for Jake, I think that makes a lot of sense. I saw Le'Veon Bell came out. He wants to get in on the game. Again, I think pro athletes boxing, I think I'm out on it now. Jake Paul, though, he continues to entertain. He continues to to put these uh, these viral moments together. you got to give him uh, from some credit in that regard. Um, I thought Amanda Serrano had a really great show today. It is really cool what he's doing for her. and uh, She was tweeting today. She's officially a millionaire. So that's really cool, seeing him uplift a, a, a boxer with great credentials and giving her some of the just do that uh, she deserves for being as great as she is. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know what the next move is for him. He's mentioned Canelo, doubt it. Floyd Mayweather kind of been there, done that with his brother, Mike Tyson. He's ancient. I'm not really into that either. Um, you know, I, I don't really know what the obvious path is there yet. I think that probably in going towards the Tommy Fury thing again, because he spent a lot of this promotion mocking Tommy Fury. It felt like it was, you know, all building up for that. And I think especially having Tyson there. Uh, we'll make it a, we'll make it a, a kind of festive fun thing, but yeah, man, it's, uh, the, the, the show goes on. Like it's, it's like Wolf of wall street, you know, he's not going anywhere. He's still here to, uh, to be part of our, our lives here in the fight game for a while. Um, and as you know, it, it's a love hate thing. Like, look, you wish that as a, as a fight fan, like this wasn't the thing that draws the most interest, but it does. It gets the most interest, the most controversy, all that type of stuff. I don't really like, I'm not one of these guys with uh, Jake either, where I'm like dying for him to fight uh, a real boxer. He's very early in his career. This was his fifth fight. Um, but if he fights an interesting UFC guy, as opposed to rando boxer, I'm in, I'm like, I'm, I'm cool to see it. It's just that for, the idea of him being in this, uh, you know, this, this, that he has to prove himself against a boxer. You guys, you guys are kind of missing the point. Like Jake Paul is not here to be the best boxer on the planet. It's to make the most money and to go and put on these shows that people will tune into to watch him lose. And they don't want to see him get his socks boxed off. We saw that. We saw Floyd Mayweather versus his brother. It wasn't very entertaining. So you've seen a Paul brother versus the best boxing has to offer with a great size discrepancy. It wasn't fun. What we're there to see is we want to see either Jake Paul get a viral knockout or Jake Paul to be knocked out. That's what this is all for. This is not here to see if the Paul brothers have the skills to be the next Chocolatito Gonzalez or the next Canelo Alvarez or Terrence Crawford. This is not what we're here to see. We are here for a bit of a freak show and he is delivering tenfold on all of that. I thought there was no shot in hell he could do what he did tonight. Not that I didn't think that he was going to get a win. I picked him to win. I had him and Derek uh, Lewis in a parlay. Derek Lewis by knockout, Jake Paul to win. I didn't think that Jake Paul was going to be able to deliver the viral moment we were all hoping for, and yet he has gone in there. He has had five professional fights. Three of them have been sensationally viral, and I mean, you know, people can sit here, they can cry about him not facing a boxer, they could sit here and cry, oh, they think it was a fix. It wasn't a fix. You know, you saw Ariel Helwani's tweets like, dude, Woodley didn't even know what the hell happened. He was distraught when he found out that he had been uh, turned into the, 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 the Internet's next joke.
but for for Jake, it's uh, it's it, it becomes an interesting thing from the standpoint of like, yes, he is one of the biggest names now in combat sports. Uh, the interesting thing is though, like, what does he mean for boxing? The shine on the box. I see a lot of boxing reporters kind of putting this out there. To me, the more fascinating thing is uh, this war with the UFC. You know, because this really isn't a war with boxing. Like, yeah, he had with Tommy Fury and all that type of stuff, but for the most part, his rivalries have been with Dana White, A1 number one, and with UFC guys. You know, it even goes back to even starting back with MMA guys with Dylan Dennis. That's like the first fighter I remember him really beefing with. And now it's kind of gone towards Masvidal or Nate Diaz or Kamaru Usman or whoever the next guy is. That has honestly been the more fascinating storyline i don't really know what that does for boxing from like this idea oh it's it uh this will generate a lot of boxing fans i don't know if it will i think tonight was a good night for somebody like amanda serrano i i think more boxers should probably try their hardest to get on jake paul cards i don't know if that means that you have to sign with him but you know for for someone like george cambosis who is the lightweight champion of the world like could his next fight be the co-main to you know, as the lightweight champion, it may be a bit unorthodox because he's the man, but, you know, parlay that career wise, parlay that idea of, hey, you go out there, you beat Tiafima Lopez, and now you generate, hey, you have a championship fight on a Jake Paul card, something like that. It doesn't necessarily have to be him. It could be a Ryan Garcia, um, somebody like that. Uh, one of these young stars, I feel like, should take the amount of Serrano route to get more of a benefit for boxing. Because right now it feels like more of it is Jake Paul versus UFC guys who are trying to show that they're tougher than Jake Paul. And uh hasn't worked out for him so far. Uh, I-, I would give you he is picked. He picked Tyron Woodley uh, a bit by, you know, desperation because Tommy Fury got hurt and sick. So not really knocking him for taking on Tyron Woodley on short notice. He wanted the event to keep going. But, um yeah. For for anybody, I think that what he needs in his next fight is more of an element that he can lose and a little bit more of interest drummed up in the, the fight lead-up because, you know, there were buzz that this didn't sell as well in Tampa. I thought it should have been down here in Miami, quite frankly. Um, so I think that he needs an angle that will sell a little bit better, that will have uh, the, the pre-fight build-up uh, to be a little bit more interesting. But look, you can't get a better post-fight follow-up than that. Because that got way, you know, with having maybe a more lackluster lead up, the payoff from this last fight, probably a gazillion times better than it was having the better lead up the last time with Tyron Woodley, but having a bit of a dud of a fight. So it's uh look, man, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, love it or hate it. It is, uh, it is uh, still Jake Paul's world and uh, we're all just kind of living in it right now. The dude, uh, the dude got it done. And uh, credit to him. I was way off on it. I didn't think that he could flatline Tyron Woodley. I scoffed at it. And uh, he sent him into a next dimension. So we'll just uh, continue following the circus and see uh, where the clown car ends up next, man. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's an interesting one for sure. Um, as far as uh, last night was concerned, I will mention also Derek Lewis getting his knockout over, uh, over Chris Dawkins. Awesome from from Derek Lewis. Dude is the uh, the best. He goes and knocks people out. He has the most hilarious interviews. You know him yesterday coming out and saying that he, uh, you know, he's done with five round fights and he wants a title fight again, but he only wants it to be a three round fight. How do you not love the guy? He's the best. And and you know, 
it's it's how I saw it going. Look, I thought that uh, they've tried to do this to Derek before, putting the prospect in front of him to make their name off of him, to think that he's a simple guy to figure out. You get through him, you're in line for the title, or you'll be a contender, and he's obliterated him. He's only really looked bad in a couple of fights recently. One was against Cyril Gaon, who's you know dicing up everybody right now. Uh, he is a stylistic nightmare for a lot of people. And then, of course, to Daniel Cormier, who was you know a, a great champ and a, and a Hall of Famer. So there's no shame in that game from Derek Lewis. As far as the co-main event, uh, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson losing to Bilal Muhammad. Bilal Muhammad did, uh, you know, I would say uh, was a more entertaining version of him. He's not always the most entertaining fighter in the world, but I do think that we're seeing, you know, a bit of the demise of Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. You saw a, a great rivalry between Stephen Wonderboy Thompson and Tyron Woodley. They had uh, two very interesting championship fights, very close championship fights. And Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, a longtime welterweight contender. I think what we saw was that kind of era close. The, you know, Woodley, Wonderboy, Maya, Lawler. Like, these guys are old now, man. That whole guard is is uh, is is gone right now. And I think that uh, Bilal Muhammad, that young 30s, still hungry. Uh, his claim about fighting Kamar Usman, look, I don't think that he's there yet. He does have a great win streak. But I think that this one, you know, this was the one that he uh, he really needed. Now, I will say, credit to him. Um, you know, he got that Wonder Boy fight where I think and, and, and did it in a fashion that will get a lot of people more excited than a Leon Edwards, who still really hasn't had that moment yet, even against Nate Diaz, who's a well-known name. Like people are more talking about the fact that Nate almost won than the fact that Leon kind of dominated the fight. Um, I would, I honestly, I think that Leon will probably end up somewhere in the title picture again, but if he doesn't, if it ends up like something wacky, like maybe Dustin Poirier, cuts the line of everybody and he gets to fight Kamara Usman or something like that. I would like to see Leon and Bilal run it back. I think that'd be a, a great, great fun matchup. Uh, and finally, my guy, Frank Gore, listen, man, uh, all the best to you, man. You fought your, uh, you fought your ass off. I feel bad that that dirty shot turned into a meme. Darren Williams was fighting dirty that entire time. He's one and done. Frank wants that smoke again. I like to see Frank uh, back in there. Maybe with somebody who's a little bit more his size and more stature, I should say. You know, I'm not asking for Frank to cut the cruiserweight, but I think it would be uh, it would be interesting to go out there and see Frank against somebody who is, uh, you know, uh, not as freakish, not as huge a size discrepancy. Somebody's a little bit more comfortable with it. And honestly, man, I'll tell you what, D- Darren Williams fought rough and tumble. He fought, uh, dare I say, dirty. I think he fought like a he 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 fought with some dirty tactics. Um, you know, at one point, Frank Gore he got thrown out of the ring. He landed on a camera. Maybe was gonna called the fight, and uh, he powered through, obviously exhausted after it, but Frank still wants to go. Darren Williams says that he was done. Frank Gore wants to wants to keep doing this, so we'll see what happens, but shout-out to him. Um, and, yeah, I think the last thing to kind of hit on, you know, as far as, like, the fallout's concerned with Jake, you know, Masvidal uh, put out a video today saying that he wants Jake to come over to the UFC and because, uh, you know, he said that, you know, you're, you can't afford me, which – I don't know if he can or not. I don't think that Dana's going to lend out Jorge Masvidal to Jake Paul in a promotional thing. Um, Jake did say this week, 100%, he wants to fight MMA. Like, look, if the idea is, hey, go to have a mixed martial arts fight, make a gazillion dollars, I think Jake would do it. I just think that feels like that rivalry with Dana White's a little bit too crazy right now that they would ever consider it. But listen, Dana White let CM Punk fight in an octagon. Um it's not beneath the UFC to let Jake Paul fight UFC. I just have high doubts. I think that he's going to let this gravy train roll for a while. 
He'll fight the he'll find the right kind of match. He'll find the right kind of guy. Um, and all of this will probably lead to uh, you know, them beefing in the fight lead up. He'll be talking about them, he'll poke the bear and all that type of stuff. And, you know, we can sit here, we can say, Hey, fight a boxer, you get your ass kicked in the UFC, all these things that he's not doing. Like, I just think you're missing the point of it. Like the whole point of this is not for him to sh- to prove right now that he's the best fighter in the world. The prove it, the prove is can he get enough people to believe that somebody can beat him? It's a lot like the Mayweather tactic was late in his career. Can you get a guy that enough people will get behind to think they can beat Floyd Mayweather? Jake Paul's using that formula. It just so happens that I mean he's having entertaining knockouts in his fight, not you know boxing somebody's socks off. Um, they're different strokes for different folks, man. So. That's our recap of this, everybody. Have a great rest of your week, and we'll talk to you on the uh, the regular show, morning show, on Monday. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.